Welcome back to another episode of the Work Redefined podcast, where we talk to leaders who are doing it all, but doing it with faith at the forefront. We want to welcome those of you who are new to us. If you're new to our podcast community, we drop a new episode every Tuesday. Now we're going to work really hard to continue to give you high quality content. And if this content is helpful, will you do us a favor? What you can do is follow us on social media, write us a review, and support our organization for only $4.99 a month. And if this specific post is helpful, can you post on it and share it with others? Now in this episode, we are diving in to what worry and anxiety can do, but how faith can combat that. Now let's dive into this content if you are ready to grow. Grace, today I know we are talking about something that I think everyone really struggles with, which is worry. Um, I think we all have different worries throughout our life that we are encountering. And so let's just start off by um, having you share with us what has been your recent journey with worry. I know um, it's really taken over your life, you've said lately. So why don't you tell us more about that? Yeah, I feel like worry is something that I've always, or just anxiety and worry in general is something I've always had, I feel like a harder time um, dealing with than people I've talked to about it. Um, I would say in the past two years, I noticed just affecting my physical health and more so my physical health and my mental health. Um, but I think just the unknowns of the future, not having a plan. And we can always, everyone always says, oh, I'm a planner, I'm a planner. And I, I would like to say I'm, I could just go with the flow, but I think that maybe I'm not as much a go with the flow person as I thought I was. Um, so I guess recently it's just been like, what does this look like? What does my future look like? And playing the what if game, um, I always am like, well, what if this happens? Well, what if this happens? What if I'm not happy if I choose this? What if I'm happy if I choose this? And um, I find myself really just questioning all of my, all of my decisions because I'm worried about what could happen. Mm. Mm -hmm. Well, and it's so crazy because I think, um, worry is almost this spiral. Like once we start worrying about one thing, then we start worrying about another thing. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, what, I guess, do you have any specific examples of things that you're currently worried about? Yeah, I would say right now, it's just my future. And I was having a conversation with somebody um, a couple of days ago about being in this new transition period of my life after graduating college. And then, so now I'm in this weird spot of what, what's next and what do you do and where do you go? Who do you spend your time with? Um, what do you do for work? It's like all of these different things. And I was telling her what's all going on. And she's like, Grace, you're in a trench right now. She was like, you have, you're in a deep trench. You have sides on like 10 foot sides on both of you, on both sides of you. And you are just in a trench, but like, what a beautiful place to be because it's, I'm going to get out at some point, but right now this is just my season. Um, but just the idea of more so where, where I'm supposed to be and uh, where I'm supposed to live and what my future as actually looks like. And then with all that worry, so right, it starts at this, it starts at this one point where, okay, what should I do with my life? 
And then from there, it spirals into, well, if I choose this, then all these people are going to, what are, what are people going to think about me? So then it's the next, what are people going to think about me? And then I go into, well, well, what do I actually want? And then I went and then I'm like, well, do I actually know what I want? And then I worry about that because I should know what I want. And then it's just like you said, like this big spiral of figuring out what, what, and then where does this all stem from? And then I worry about that. <laughs> so it's like, I have this huge spiral right now of just like, yeah, where am I supposed to be and how to be comfortable in that trench? And I'm not comfortable in the trench. Do you think that um, there's anything positive about worry? Like, does worry ever have a positive spin on it? That's not really, that's a, such a hard question because I think it depends which season of your life you're in. Because right now, I think that worry is really only negatively um, affecting me. But I do think that sometimes God places worries in your heart um, for a reason. And maybe it's not even worry. Maybe it's just a sign. Um, but I'm not sure. What would you say? Do you think that worry can be good? Well, it's kind of like what you were just saying. You almost got there. And, um, right before you stopped, you are talking about worry. You know, God places worry on our hearts, I think sometimes worry can lead us to pray. Mm. Um, sometimes worry can lead us to really ask for clarity. Um, worry, you know, I think of it as a little bit like stress or being under pressure, right? Mm -hmm. um, sometimes worry can just show that we care about something mm -hmm. um, enough to worry. I, you know, it's funny because I'm always challenging like you know, philosopher over here, like, okay, on the one hand, I've been told worry is a worthless emotion. Like, mm -hmm. worry is pointless. Like, if you just sit around and worry, like, there's nothing you can really do about it. So it's kind of like, focus on what you can control type of mentality. Um, I've been told that, that worry is, is a worthless emotion. But then on the other hand, it's like, God has clearly defined this need to worry in our hearts as for a purpose. Mm -hmm. um, like there's a reason why we worry, but then, you know, my, I guess my question to you would be like, what does God say about worry? How do we turn to God or, or what have you done to maybe battle against some mm -hmm. of the worries? Yeah, I mean, that's a really good point that worry brings us to prayer, because right now I would say that I have I have my closest relationship with God that maybe I've ever had because I've had to completely surrender to him and I've had to completely give give up and say, I can't control as you can. And that's something that I I once had heard and I just really has stuck with me that you know, I can't do this, God, but you can. And either way, we can't do it alone. And we can't, we can't get out of our worry cycles and we can't um, make it through and make it out of the trench without God. And so I think the constant reminder every single day that like, I can't do this, but you can. And that like, he is already with us. And he also something that I've just started to remember a lot and just focusing on is that like, he has it all figured out. He has it all figured out. And for us, for me specifically to sit here and think, oh my gosh, like I'm so worried, like what's going to happen? What's going to happen? What's going to happen? How is this ever going to work out? 
that's almost like me telling God that his plan isn't, isn't good enough because I want to control and I want to make his plan or my plan better than his. So I want to just remind, like remind myself that God knows best and he wouldn't ever do anything. He would do, he wouldn't do, ever do anything to not to hurt me. Um, and he would always give me what, what I need. And actually reminds me of, um, I just read this verse today and it's Matthew seven, nine through 11. And it says, you parents, if your children ask for a loaf of bread, do you give them a stone instead? Or if they ask for a fish, do you give them a snake? Of course not. So if you sinful people know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your heavenly father give good gifts to those who ask him? And so this is just the idea that God, if we ask for the things we need, God will always provide as if someone, if for a mother or if a child asks their mother for a loaf of bread or a snack, they're not going to deny them that snack if they know it's the best thing for them. And so God will never deny me what I need if it's the best thing for me. Mm. And so if I ask for it, I will receive. And so I think just in this whole prayer journey, asking for wisdom, asking for clarity yeah. has been probably the most like life-giving and um, peaceful thing that I've needed. Yeah. Well, and on that note, I mean, what else have you done or what other things can, have you learned to do to battle against worry? Yeah. I would say the number one thing is daily prayer, but in that time, taking the time and setting a time, setting aside time just to do it yourself and be in silence and be in prayer. And so I've really been trying to in the mornings set aside at least 20 minutes to sit down by myself without my phone even around because that constant buzzing and like it, just having your phone I feel like in arm's distance it's it's like stares at you I feel like it has eyes and it's like pick me up look at me and it's like here and I'm like okay I need to push that yeah. <laughs> I know and I do the same thing like even if I'm like no I it's not buzzing I know no one's reaching out to me at six in the morning I still, when I, my phone is like somewhere near, I'm like, yeah, I feel like it's literally as eyes that are like, pick me up, pick me up. <laughs> and it's like, no, um, but definitely that time and time in prayer. And um, for me, it's just like, well, one daily mass is something that like, I cannot, I know that like, I will fall to sin if I'm not putting myself in front of the Lord all the time. Like I'm, I know that that's what he's calling me to do. And that's what he's calling all of us to do is just like put ourselves in front of him as much as we possibly can. And whether that's in the word, whether that's at church, whether that's wherever, but like he's calling us to just be with him. And that's giving me more peace. And I know that all these worries that I'm worrying about, I can just feel them melt away when I sit there and I think, okay, God, you have me and I'm here. And I, I think... <laughs> maybe this is, I don't even know if it's good or bad, but I've also found myself begging God a little bit for just peace. And I think like, I know I shouldn't beg him, but like, I, I think I've gotten to the point of like pleading with God, like, please, please take this worry from me. And, um, but I think he sees that and he also knows our hearts. Anyways, another thing that I've done is the, like what I talked about at the beginning, like the what ifs, when we get in that cycle of worry, when it's like, well, what if this happens in that spiral and you just keep going and going, but turning the what ifs into what if it's actually the best thing in the whole entire world? Like for me right now in my life, it's like, uh, what if I decide to move 
and I'm not happy and I have no friends. Okay. That's seems very extreme. Um, but those are the things you get to. And then, but then I turned around like, well, what if it's actually the best thing in the world? And what if, what if this is the most life-giving experience being in a new place or what's the most life-giving experience, um, being next close to my family again? What if, you know, turning into like, what if it's actually amazing? Um, I feel like that's a really good exercise to use when it comes to, when you, when you get down that spiral. Absolutely. Well, and I guess where, so when it comes to those what ifs, um, and having worry a lot, where do you feel your worry comes from? I actually was thinking about this the other day because I was like, why am I like, (laughs) and you know, you're just like, am I crazy? I think I'm crazy. Um, but I think it really comes from the fear of not having control. And, um, I always thought I was, yeah, I could go with the flow and, um, do all these things, but I think I'm not a go with the flow person. I like to have control over every situation and I'm afraid of what's to come. And I also think I'm afraid to commit to things because it's kind of like, uh, like that one joke that you always say, Kelsey, with the, the egg and bacon oh. breakfast, uh, that yeah. what's the difference between, a the pig and the chicken and the egg and bacon breakfast, right? Yep. Is that the pig has to fully commit because it gives everything. And I think that, I think that I struggle a little bit with fully committing. And I think that I, cause I worry so much about what's going to happen if I make this decision and I can't go back kind of a thing. Um, yeah. Well, every decision we make it changes the course of our life, really. Exactly. Whether it's a small decision or a big decision. Um, but that's where I think trust comes in. Mm-hmm. I love that verse that you talked about, about how, you know, if we worry, that means that we're not trusting that um, God is going to provide for us and that we're on the right path too. Mm-hmm. Um, so I know um, our dear friend Nadine gave you a awesome devotional, which mm-hmm. I think we gave this podcast today after it, the warrior to warrior. Um, how has that devotional changed your perspective? Yeah. So actually two of the things I've talked about today already come from this devotional. And the first was the what ifs. Um, there was an exercise in here that helped me really change my perspective. And so Um, And one of the things, another thing in here was like my concerns, turning your concerns into your praises. And so uh, like one of my concerns that I had was I'm really concerned about getting rid of my anxiety because getting rid of my worry, I'm like concerned that it's really affecting me. Like I said, physically and every, every, in every aspect of my life. And, but turning that around to making it a praise that my anxiety and my worry is actually making me turn to God and just give up and surrender. And so, and then another thing I put is what, what others are going to say about, or what others are going to say about my decisions is a concern that I have. And then, but turning into a praise is that God is my only, is the only decision maker and the thoughts of others do not matter. So just praising him for that, that he is truly the only, at the end of the day, he's the only one that has the, like, he has the final decision. So what does it matter? What everyone else thinks of my decisions. Um, just really great exercises like that. And then the verse I read today, um, 
is actually from this devotional. But I think finding something like this, and so this devotional is called One Step Closer Devotional Guide from Warrior to Warrior by Candace Cameron Buer, I think so you see it. She was on Full House, um, if anyone knows what I'm talking about. But this is just a really good thing. And it takes me about 20 to 25 minutes every single day to go through something like this. But I would highly suggest if you can, especially in the mornings, doing setting aside 20 minutes to do this and actually stick to it because I know that my day is on such a better trajectory when I start off with this. And even with, um, just to be completely transparent, the past four days, I haven't done a devotional in the morning and it has been really hard. I have really struggled and I thought, what am I doing? This is horrible. I can't do this. And I just did this this morning and I'm already feeling a little bit better about this, my whole situation right now. So it's like, God just wants us to be close to him. And then he'll provide us to trust that yeah. he's there. Starting your day off right is so important. It can really um, impact whether or not you deal with worry throughout mm -hmm. the day. You start your day living in that peace, uh, right? We, it says God, you know, provides us with that peace that passes all understanding. Um, mm -hmm. So starting your day with that peace, knowing that um, no matter what worries pop up, um, God's got you. And he, you know, might be holding your hand. He might be carrying you. He might be just walking alongside of you, no matter where you're at. Um, God's there for you, depending on, um, no matter what your worries are for the day. Exactly. I know you had mentioned a story from your friend, Grace. Um, is it Grace Clausen? Yeah. So she was actually on our podcast a few weeks ago, I think. Yeah. Um, it was even yeah, maybe last week. Um, and her and I, she's just been such a light for me in our friendship and really helping me through all this stuff. And she recently, she texted me and she was like, I had, I had like food for thought, thought today, like something just came to my mind. And I was like, okay, sure. Tell me. And she was explaining to me because both her and I really struggle with worry and worry of the future and what the heck's going to happen in our life. Because, um, we both just graduated and in this new period and um, she said, she was like, Grace, we only have the strength for today. God only gives us the strength that we need for this moment for today. He doesn't give us the strength that we need for tomorrow or the next day or in five years from now that we're worrying about. He only gives us the strength for right now. And so when we get anxiety, when we're worrying about the future, it's just God's way of saying, don't worry about that because I only, you only need to worry about right now because that's the only thing I prepared you for is right now. And so that's just been something I've really been thinking about because I'm worrying about the future and how I'm going to make it through. How is this all going to work? How am I going to, what does it look like when I get married, have kids, all these, all this stuff. And I'm like, how am I going to make it? But like, that's giving me so much anxiety, but that has nothing to do with what my life is right now. And my life is so good right now. And I'm denying, or like, it's, it's basically like denying the good that's in my life right now by worrying about the good that, or the good or the bad that's going to happen in the future. So you, you mentioned you're in the trenches and now you're also saying your life is so good right now. Tell, tell me more about that because I think our listeners need to hear that your life can still be good even when you're in the trenches. Yeah, that's a really good point because um, I think I've talked about this in this podcast before, but and Bridget, one of our other friends, Bridget, had mentioned this thought that we always, we have a, as human beings, we have a tendency to think in absolutes. 
and that if one thing goes wrong, my life is horrible, things are horrible, and it's never going to work. Mm-hmm. And I do that. And definitely, I always think about how I, like, if one thing goes wrong, I'm like, yep, this is done. I'm, I can't do it. But in reality, there's so, it's all about being grateful too and recognizing the good that there's so much good, even when you're in a hard time. Like right now, my, I have work is amazing. I have so many opportunities. My family's amazing. I have great friends. And like, I just, the people in my life are great. And the situation I'm in might seem hard, but like, and I'm, and when I let it get me down, I just have to remember that no matter what, like, I still have all these other great things in my life. And it's okay that one, I mean, it's okay to have those thoughts once in a while, I think, but it also humbles you to think, okay, it's not that bad. Um, Yeah. I I love that. Well, and how can we, so I know we've talked a lot about, you know, our, how worry is a part of our lives, but how can we help Mm -hmm. others who also struggle with worry? Are there anything, is there anything we can do to help them flourish instead of worry yeah I would say the number one thing is to pray for people pray for them because I think and I, I might have mentioned this on a different episode before as I keep saying because I feel like I talk about the same things all the time but um when someone has something going on or you can tell that they're just so anxious and worrying you know we can always just say oh I'll pray for you I'm praying for you but how often do we actually sit and actually pray for that person so being intentional about praying for the people who you know are worrying and stressed about uh, the future or whether or not they tell you or not, um, just truly actually praying for them. Um, but also humbling them in the way that reminding them that, you know, it's not actually that bad because I think we all can get in our heads. And I do this often that I get in my head and I call my friends and I'm like, oh my gosh, this happened, this happened, this happened. This is so horrible. I can't do it. And I just need someone sometimes to say grace, like kind of get over yourself. (laughs) Like, it's like, it's going to be fine. And this thing you're going through right now is not lasting forever. And think about all the good. So just reminding people of the good things in your life and humbling them, just feeling like, yeah, you're right. Even though there are things going wrong, well, what's going right? Mm Mm-hmm. It's going well. I know there have to be a few things, um, but just being a listening ear, mm-hmm. others, um, cause we're all going through stuff. I know we talk yeah. about how it's like, every time you walk past someone in a hallway, it's like, how are you good? How are you good? But no, nobody's just like, people are either, you know, having a really good day or maybe a really bad day. I mean, sometimes we do have days that are just literally right in the middle um, but um, making sure that we're creating that space to listen to one another and um, if someone is worried about something how can we help be that listening ear um, to talk to them about maybe maybe what is going well in their lives and how to really um, combat that worry mm-hmm. exactly and like you said just being there for people and we all know that everyone has their own battles but truly like we all have stuff going on and let's just be kind and understanding. And, you know, also the one, this is kind of off topic, but something that just reminds me of, you know, how can we help others flourish? I think we talked about this before, but like the power of an invitation, inviting people when someone's having a bad day or whatever, like as much as you maybe want to, you're going to go to an event or even just go for a walk, like invite that person to do something 
because that'll get their mind off of it. Like invite them, even if they say no 20 times, keep inviting them because that one time that they say yes could be exactly what they need. Um, right. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, that power of invitation and power of, um, you know, if you know someone's going through a tough time, don't be afraid to bug them a couple times, you know, mm-hmm. um, you know, don't be afraid to reach out and lean in. I think it's easy when someone's going through a tough time, we kind of pull back and they're like, I don't know how to help them. Mm-hmm. Um, instead of pulling back, leaning in, um, and really, you know, even if they don't want us to maybe be reaching out as much, just reminding them, Hey, I'm thinking of you just said a quick little prayer for you. Um, hope you're doing okay. I think that can go a long ways. I agree. Yeah. Um, was there anything else, Grace, that you really, uh, from that devotional or from worry that you wanted to make sure our audience really um, heard from this message today? Yeah, I think, honestly, it's, it's okay to worry because it's such a natural thing, but really learning how to combat it before it goes down that spiral. And I'm obviously still very much going through this and learning it too, but I really think that the work on, if you're going to pick one thing from this, work on turning your what ifs into like, what if it's actually good or like turning your worries into a praise because I think that's probably the most powerful exercise you can possibly do because you can turn any situation into a good situation and our minds are so powerful. That's another thing. Our minds are so powerful. And as much as you can try and try and try to say, okay, I'm going to be, I'm just going to stop worrying now. Well, let's be real. Like our minds aren't made to do that. And especially as women too, I think um, we have another, we have like a harder, um, harder time maybe with that just like turning our minds off and telling ourselves okay I'm just gonna be done worrying now wow that's just like really not practical but turning the mindset it's kind of like redefining winning a little bit in the sense of just like changing your mindset like what if it turns out way better than you wanted it to than you even thought it could it usually does doesn't it Mm mm-hmm um, I had a, a Bible verse that um, I think relates to everything that you were just saying. It's Philippians 4 verses 6 and 7. And it says, do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation by prayer and petition with thanksgiving, present your requests to God and the peace of God, which, which, transcend, which transcends all understanding will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Um, so I love that verse Philippians four, verse six and seven, because it talks exactly about what you were talking about, how we need to lift up our worries with Thanksgiving, um, lift them up to God and really know that we can have peace knowing that God's plan is better than any plan we have for ourselves, even if we're worried about how something's going to turn out. Um, so I think just keeping that verse in mind as we go through our day today is going mm-hmm. to be really helpful. I agree. Mm. Well, Grace, thanks for opening your heart and sharing with our audience about worry. I think you had some great pointers. Um, you know, I made a couple notes, turn those what ifs into what if it's actually good, um, really taking time for prayer, both for yourself, but also for others, remembering to pray for others. I think that was really, really good. Um, 
this has been a great conversation. I'm excited we could talk about this topic today. Yeah, thank you. And as for the, the devotional, um, the things that I really use and that has been helpful, we can link that in the show notes too. So you all can take a look at that. And um, yeah, well, this has been great. Well, thank you, Kelsey, for having this conversation with me. Absolutely. Have a great day, everyone. We're praying for you. Um, and thanks for tuning in.